It had 12 Dapim, not 21. But was it part of... Was it, it was part of Shas, yeah, but they used the Yerushalmi version. It was an old Yerushalmi version that had nine... In other words, the formation, as you read in those books, were those you know, uh, articles, how they, there were different printing versions, right? In right. Venice, and until uh, they got to Vilna and all that. And there was a version that was the, the common version of Shkalem only had 12 plot in those days. You understand? 12 plot. And then they picked up this other version, which has 21, and that's the more accepted one now. But there's no, uh, don't forget it, Minatora, it's all Torah Shabal Peh. You know, there's no, uh, there's no numbers and pages and things like that. That's all, uh, it's all modern. Okay, anyway, today's stuff is stuff, uh, good morning, today's stuff is stuff, Gimel in Brachos. We were just discussing, you know, the, the we were, for those who, I think you, I sent that out to everybody, but those who missed it, the, the, uh, that there, the 2711 blot is only, from cycles 8 through 13 and going forward. The first seven cycles only had 2,702 blood, and that's how it worked out that uh, when Mayor Shapir started, it was on Rosh Hashanah in 1923 and 5684, it started on Rosh Hashanah, Brachas Tapez because if you figured they all had 2,711 blood the way we have them now, it doesn't work out. They had to start in the summer, so that's why it was. The first seven cycles only had 2,702 blood, and then going forward is 2,711, which we have today. Says the Gemara and from the Turats. Atzaf Hashmura. So Rablaza said, so when you say Kriyashma, okay, we all agree, be the five different opinions, but basically the, the predominant opinion in our Mishnah was that it's Kunsesa Kuchavim. Until when? Until the end of the first watch. Now, what do you mean the first watch? Mike Savar Rablaza. Where is the Alik Savar Shalosh Mishmaras? We're going to machlokus later on. How many watches is the uh, night divided up into? Is it three or four? If it's three with four hours each, if you know that there's three watches, so they might just say until four hours into the night. When the night starts, four hours later, that's how you can go until four hours. Like today, we always give this mind. Uh, today, you know, uh, when can you start? When is Alos Shachar? 520. When is, uh, uh, when is uh, Mishiyakir? When you can start putting on Talos and film? At a certain time, 545, 550, whatever it is. We give a certain time. We look at the watch. Why didn't you say until four hours? Zeke Savar, Abish, Mishmar, if he yells that the night's divided into four watches of three hours each, Havi Laila, Soleimad, Shola Shos. And as when he says the end of the first watch doesn't mean till end of hour three or end of hour four, say so. Be specific. Why do you have to give me this business about to the end of the first mission? Just say until three hours in the night or four hours. Really, he holds that the night's divided into three mishmaras of four hours, and he really means that until the end of the fourth hour of To tell you that we're going, you're supposed to say Kriyashma in the same mishmar at night as they have mishmar up in heaven. There's mishmaras up in heaven, means till the end of the first mishmaras, until the four hours, that's the mishmar in heaven. And we have it also in the, in, down here on earth. And we can, ours on earth correspond to those up in heaven, and we can tell. How can you tell? The time of blessed are Mishalos, Mishalos, Havilah. The night has three Mishmars, four hours each. Hashem sits and cries. He roars like a lion. Hashem roars from up above. Right? And from his holy abode, he gives his voice. He will certainly roar on his abode, on his place, on his lodging. This, Rashi explains since says the Lashon of Yishag or Shog three times that shows you that there's three Mishmaras so okay fine there's three Mishmaras at night so what the similar Dabar the similar, the similar Dabar Mishmaras Rishona how can we tell the Simon down here how do we know what the Mishmaras up in heaven no he could have just said he could have just said four, out, four hours it means that the 
Oh, we go by Yerushalayim. The, by Yerushalayim. We don't go by Yerushalayim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, one, the, what, the Mishmar down here is according to the Mishmar up in heaven. The three Mishmaras in heaven are, are four hours each. And we, the ones down here, we can tell what they are. How can we tell when the Mishmar is? If you, can't, if you don't have a watch, don't forget the concept of watches. They didn't have watches in those days. But, but, that's right. So, in Chalami, this Shalsmanios. How, how do we? Every day you want to make so, so here, so the Gemara tells you how you know. But similar dover, Mishmar Rishon at the first Mishmar, Hamar Noor, the donkey brays. Shnia at the second in the second uh, Mishmar, Club and Salkim, the dogs, uh, the dogs, um, uh, uh, they um, they bark. Shlishis in the third Mishmar, Tinok Yonek, Mishdeimah. That's when the baby wakes up to nurse. The Isham is pressing when people wake up in the morning and they discuss the days that, you know, the husband and wife discuss uh, the activities that they're going to have that day. Right. So the point is, the point is this, that, that, that um, uh, why did Rebelezer just say, why didn't you say till four hours? Kriyashma is till four hours to teach me something, to teach me that just like there are uh, uh, three Mishmaras up in heaven, there's three Mishmaras down here. And how do we know when the ones are in heaven? For example, if you want to correspond to heaven, you could tell by these things that take place down here. Now let's just finish before we ask Mike So wait, wait, when he's giving this, when he's saying this during these three sessions, so he, so he says, look, at these times when these things take place, that's when the Mishmaris are up in heaven and ours correspond to them. You could tell when these things are going to take place down here, that's when those Mishmaris are going on in heaven. So now he's asking, I understand, so Micah Choshev, but again, when he says these things take place, the donkey brays, the, the, the uh, dogs bark, um, and men and women, the husband and wife talk to one another. My question, what are you talking about? Are you talking about the beginning of the four hour, of each four hour, uh, each hour period or not? My question, my question, if he's talking about the beginning of the Mishmar, if you're talking about the beginning, in other words, the beginning of the first Mishmar, what are we saying? There's three Mishmaras up in heaven. How can you tell when the first one is? When the donkey brays. Okay, so are you talking about the beginning of that? And that's when you start? So if you start, it chilas Mishmaras, Kosho, chilas Mishmaras, Rishona, Simon Alami, what do I need to simon? What do I need to tell me? You know when the first watch is in heaven? When the donkey brays, when I swim for that, or two, as soon as says a club, as soon as we have the beginning of the night, I know when the night begins. Everybody knows when the night begins. When it gets dark outside, when the stars come out, what do I need to say? Tamiya Simon, when the donkey brays, that's your, that's the, that's when the, uh, uh, the, that's when the first watch begins up in heaven. What do I need that for? It's the beginning of the night. It's obviously you have you have says a club. Isod mishmaros. If it's the end of the mishmaros, if he, if he's telling you at the end of the first mishmar the donkey brays, at the end of the second mishmar the dog barks, etc. So Kolashiv so so much Why do you have to tell me the the end of the last mishmar, which is what? The end of the night, beginning of the day, Lumberly Simon Simon, your mama would just say it's daybreak. If you're telling me what's the simon up in heaven when you have the end of the first of the third Mishmar? When the, the when the baby wants to uh, suckle and the husband and wife are getting up in the morning and talking about and talking to each other. What do I need to oh, Just say when it's day. Ella Chashiv Sof Mishmar Rishon. He's telling this is what he's telling you. The end of the first Mishmar. Sure, we know when the first Mishmar begins up in heaven in the evening. When is the first watch of the night beginning? When the, at the beginning it says And when is the end of the last Mishmar? Obviously at daybreak, right? So what, what he's telling you, Sof Mishmar Rishon. He's telling you the end of the first Mishmar. The end of the first. You know when the first Mishmar ends? When the donkey brays. And when is the beginning of the third watch of the night? 
right? That's when the husband and wife talk, or when the baby, when the baby nurses then saw us, the Messias. And the middle, we're telling you the middle, we're talking the middle, because it's got, it can't be the beginning of the middle one, because the end of the first one is the same as the beginning of the second one, and the end of the second being the third. So he's telling you the end of the first, the middle of the second one, and the last, and, and the beginning of the third, those are the simana that we have. And when you have those, when those things take place down here, that's when the Mishmaris are in heaven. Whatever they are, shows, manios, or whatever it is. Everybody's asking, what about different time zones? What happens in different places? Bubba. Right, right, right. In Bubba, so he, okay, so in a Hanami, it could very well be, but it could be that he's giving you the the these man of Eretz Yisrael. Okay, exactly. If you know the beginning, which is Sizer Kochavim, and yeah. you know the end, which is Yom, right, right, and you know there's three Mishmaros, right. Why do you need to have all the Simanim? Uh, uh, no. So he's telling you, he's telling you that you, you, what, what the end of the the end of the he he could have just said four hours. Four hours, money, yeah, as he could have. But he's trying to tell you that you should know what the Mishmar is. He's teaching you a lesson. Just like we said yesterday, that why did he have to give you an example uh, of, um, uh, you know, why didn't he just say the beginning of the night? Why did he have to give you this example and say from the time that the Kohanim go in to, to, to eat? Just say the beginning of the night. The answer is telling you that's when the Kohanim can eat. He's telling you that Chiddush, that Kohanim don't have to wait till the next day to bring a carbon. That the Gideon is telling you another thing. That's, that's, that's what he's telling you. Okay, so here's, here he's also telling you. No, one's Allah, one's I got it. He's telling you, you should know what are the three Mishmaros, what are the three Mishmaros at night, what are, how can you tell when the Mishmaros are, when these things take place, when these things take place. If they don't take place, you still have the Mishmaros. Uh, uh, in heaven, but, you want to, but if we want to know when the Mishmar is here, that's what the Mishmar is. You're right, it could have just said four hours. But he's teaching you also that you know when the Mishmar is, the Mishmar is here. We have an indication. He's just telling you a lesson that you can have a lesson, that you can, you can have an indication down here on earth when the Mishmar is. True, you can go by clocks also. You can use clocks for Kriya Shema, et cetera. Four shows money. It's like he's not at it. But still, he's telling you the lesson, telling you that the lesson down here, you can learn, you can extrapolate what's going on up in heaven from what's going on in heaven. Three Mishmar. We're talking about three Mishmars. Three, I don't need one of them. I have one. Of, what do I need it for? If it comes at the end. No, no, no. For, for Kriya Shema and For Kriya Shema, just one's good enough. You just need the end of the first Mishmar that he says. I only need two. To teach you what? That the, if, if they come at the end of the Mishmar, I only need two. Because I already. So it's not the answer. It's not. No, it's the. No, no, no. So he says it's the end of the first, the first of the last, not the end of both. The first of the last and the middle of the middle. So, so you don't know. That's only three. That's three. That's what we're talking about. Three Mishmaras. He's saying the three. I only, need, I only need two Simonim. I already know the first and I know the last. The first is at the Saints of Columbia. No, 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 but he's telling The last you. is at sunrise and I need two in the two middle and middle, I have two three. signs in the middle and you have three Mishmaras. I don't need no. three Simonim. No, he, 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 no, no, no. He's telling you that when the middle simon happens, that's how you know when it's midnight up in heaven. That's the middle of the third mishmar. I'm, I'm not following your question. Why, 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 why do you need any of them for? I, I said, no, no, Marcel, no, what do we need them for? If you're dividing into three, about the of, yeah. you have the middle and the end, right. then you only need two signs in the middle to give you three mishmaras. So he has the end of the second one, right? But he's telling you, which you know, when the middle one is, when the middle of the middle is, you know, when the, you know, when, it's a, you're saying, you know, when the third one starts, you're saying, you know, when the middle one starts and ends from the first and the third. You're right, and the you could do that. Let's say you missed that one, so you know now. You, let's say you're right, you have those simonim, but let's say you missed the first simon. As an example, let's say you missed the first simon. You didn't hear the donkey bray. There were no donkeys in your neighborhood. 
So by telling you, but you have, when you have the middle simon, you know that that's, the, that's midnight, effectively. That's the middle of the third one. It's not what do you need it for. What do you need it for? You need it for in case you don't have the other ones. You understand? You don't need any of them if you're just sleeping through the night. You know what I'm saying? What, the point is we're telling you that these are simonim, but what's going on in heaven? You may not need all of them in, at, on any given night, but he's telling you those are the simonim if you have them. Bibai said, Makula Selfish Marshall, I can tell you really, they're all the ending ones. Not, not the end of the first, the beginning of the third, and the middle of the middle. They're all the end ones. I don't need it. I don't need the last one. The last one we said, you have daybreak. That's good enough. My enough kmina. He says, Lameka Kriyashma. It's enough kmina for Queen Kriyashma. Leman Degani Bebeis Eifo. Person who is in a dark house. Let's say in a room, a house with no windows. He's sleeping. Leyada Zman Kriyashma. He doesn't want Zman Kriyashma is. Right? Kivan, Kivan, the Ishma, Seber Sambala, the Tinak, Yonik, Mishnaimo, since. Uh, he, he, he comes to that third mishmar because it's a time because he hears that a husband and wife are talking or a baby crying in that home. He can't see what's going on outside. Can't see daybreak. He's in a dark room. He's in a dark cellar somewhere. So asking him, Lake him, he can get up in Kriyashma. This could be, this could be for saying Kriyashma in the morning, or it could be if you hold it, you say Kriyashma Abba Murashachar, that's also the end of the third Mishma. In other words, Rabbi Lezra says it's only until the end of the first Mishma, you got to do it, but it's not, it's not good for, for Kriyashma of night. But if you hold like the sheet of Rimbalil, you could say Kriyashma the whole night. So it could be also when you start hearing a baby crying and, and, and nursing from his mother, that's the end of the first Mishma. You know, daybreak is coming. And therefore, you should say Kriyashma of night. Or it could be according to Blesser, I mean that you say Kriyashma of the morning. We said there are three watches of night. And he roars like lion. Shabbat of Sam, woe unto my sons, my children, Shabbat of Sam, because of their sins, I've destroyed my house. And I burned my temple, and I, and I exiled them among the people of the world. Again, that's the point of the three Mishmaros. During each of the Mishmaros, Hashem cries out these things. Yeah? I, I just want to share one thing that Rabbi Gettinger pointed out. Yeah, can, I, can we just wait till the end because we won't finish? There's no way we can finish. If you can point it out at the end, I appreciate it because there's just no way. Tanya Marbiosi. There was one time we were walking under Rabbi Nachmasi Lechorva, and I went into a ruin. I went into a ruin. I was walking on the road, and I needed a place to daven. So I went into uh, a um, one of the ruins there. Let's follow. Navi came, showed up. Zacharlatov remembered for good. Elio, the great Navi, Elio the Tzaddik came. And he guarded, he waited for me outside while I finished davening. He waited for me, intently. Until I finished, until I finished my davening. After I finished, after I finished davening, Omerli said, Shalom Alecha Rebbe. He said to me, you know, peace be unto you, Rebbe. He called me Rebbe, right? This, uh, who was speaking about Rebbe Yossi, was also a rabbi. And I said, Shalom Alecha Rebbe Amori. I gave him a, a greater covenant. I said, you're my, you're my Rebbe, my, you're my ma- master, my teacher. Why did you go into this ruin of it? I went into Davin. You should have been Mispal on the road. Why did you go into a ruin, which as you'll see is a dangerous place? Why didn't you Davin out here on the road? I was afraid. People passing by would stop me. I'm in the middle of Davin, and people would interrupt me. They'd walk by and say hello, or ask me questions, or ask directions. So he told me, so you should have davened the short version of Shemones, right? 
Uh, we'll talk about that in the fourth parak of Avinenu, which is a shorter version of, of a, an abridged version of, of Shemon Esrei. In other words, when you're on the road and you're, you're in a rush and you're, you might be interrupted, you should daven, you should say Avinenu. In that time, I learned three things from Chorva. Number one, it shouldn't go into a Chorva. It's also, it's prohibited to go into a ruin because of the danger. And I learned that you can be mispal even on the road. You told me you should have gone. And I learned this idea that if you do, if you are davening on the road and you're afraid of getting interrupted, you won't have time or you miss your bus, whatever, you should have a native. Amelie. Amelie. What voice did you hear in the ruin? I heard a baskel, a voice from heaven, and a hemis, kiyona, that was cooing like a, like a bird. Woe unto the children, because of their sins. It was God's voice, so to speak, saying, Woe unto the children that through their sins I have destroyed my house, and I burned my temple, and I have exiled them among the nations, like we saw before. This is the voice that I heard. Ba'omer Li and uh, Elio Navi said to me, Chayecha, by your life, Chayerosha, in the life of your head, Lo Shah Zubal Vadomers, because it wasn't that you didn't just happen to hear the voice at that particular time, like once a day, you happened to you, you happen to hit upon it. El Bachol Yom Viom, every day, Shalosh Pum, three day, three times a day, Omer's Kach, this heavenly voice says those words. Velo Zubal Vad, not only that, does he say, when B'nai Yisrael comes into shuls and B'nai Yisrael to Davin, and they say, like they say, like we respond several times a day, Hashem shakes his head, happy is the king who is praised in his house this way, Malo uh, la'aba, like woe unto the father. What does the father have? Sheiglas bana. What do I have out of exile? My kids. I'm not happy that I had exiled them, but I had no choice. Boilem lebanim shegalu me'al shuchamen. Woe unto the children who've been exiled from the table of their father. In other words, that Hashem says this several times a day, and whenever you come to the base medrash, Hashem says this over and over again. Three times a day, He says it anyway, but He says it also. The, these, these particular words when they come into the base match. Talking about Neishlosha Dvarim, we're getting off on a tangent here with the Churba, the story of Yossi, says, for three reasons, there's three reasons why you don't go into a ruin. Don't enter ruins. It was very common for there to be ruins, especially in, you know, the Eretz Yisrael was destroyed by the Goyim. So a lot of ruins. And why shouldn't you go into ruins? Nechshad, number one, suspicion, because many times people will uh, enter in there for illicit sexual reasons. That's a good hiding place, you know, you can't do it openly, they'll go in there. Neapolis, because of debris, falling debris. In, in a ruin, there, there's debris. Neamazikim, because of the demons. So the Gemara says, what do you need all three reasons? If all three reasons apply to ruins, just say one of the reasons. All those things apply. Don't go into those. So he says, why? Why? Because in each case, the Gemara's going to say, because why do you need the other two reasons? Just say, Mech, Shad, the table, let me show my polis. Why don't you say, because of, because of uh, suspicion that he's going to have, uh, that he's going to have encounter, having a sexual encounter there. Mech, Shad, the table, let me show say, because of the ruins. Maybe it's a new ruin. In other words, it had just fallen. And it just fallen, so now it's pretty stable, you know? It's a, a ruin is always your way, it's going to fall over, right? But if it just fell down, it's, it's, it's newly... It's away from the first, the other two. Yeah. He wants them up, right? 
He wants the Mapolis. No, but the Gemara says, hey, of course, he, yeah, but, but of course. Hey, he, but he tells no, don't go because there's another two reasons. No, 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 we're just saying, just saying, yeah, right. right just that's saying. why you need three. No, no, the point is he, he, he's going in there because Emphasis. of the Chashad. He's going in there. He says, even if you're going in for a good reason, Rabbi Yossi went in to David, right? right. He didn't go but but the, but the, but, Okay, but another guy. But the question is, just give one reason. Just give one reason. Just say, if you save it, just say, don't go in because if it's a ruin. Don't worry because they're going to be, don't, don't, don't worry about not going in because they might suspect you or because of demons. Don't go in because it might fall over your head. You might have to breathe. The answer is, it's a new one. It's, it's, it's solid, right? It's still strong. In other words, it's just, uh, whatever's there is strong. And so, okay, fine, but there's always demons. They're betrayed. If two people go in, the mazikin don't, don't hit it in pairs. You know, pairs is a way to avoid the demons. They don't like pairs. They only like odd numbers. So if there's two, you won't have it. So in case you're two people, and in case it's a new ruin, you still shouldn't go in because of suspicion, suspicion of, of, of sex. E betray. So if there's two people there, chashad nami leka. It's not really, it, it's not, even if you say that, uh, <coughs> that yichud is a doray, even if you say it's a, it's a doraisa, but not if it's two people, it's only one man or one woman. Two people not like It's a betray pritzi. If the two people were very promiscuous, then there's a chashash of, of uh, uh, like we say two women, two, two uh, men and a woman should also not go in, especially if, they, if they're promiscuous. So again, the Aris is fine. So that's why you can't have the reason just of, of um, and we, we said the reason of chashad, suspicion, fine. So that just, just say, in other words, why is there a chashash of suspicion? Because they're pr- promiscuous people. So when they have a polis, when you say the reason because of a ruin, the taping like Mishum Chashad, why do you just say, okay, and if it's not a new ruin, if it's an old ruin that might fall down, so say, uh, what do you need, chashad and mazikim? This is betray ukshay. We're talking about when there are two people, there's no chashad, and they're kosher people, they're good people, so they're not, they're not promiscuous, uh, and there's also no mazikim. There's two people there, so in case when they are good, when if there's two people and there's no chashash of mazik and there's chashash of chashash, but there is a chashash of it falling down. If it's new and it's two people who are and it's two people who are uh, kosher and there's no chashash of any of them, then you could go in. Nehemiah, apparently Rabbi Yossi didn't know all that though, right? Nehemiah, why does he say because of demons? Why don't you just because of suspicion of my polis? Again, it's a new one. There's no chashash of it falling down. We betray Yukshayu and kosher people. So there's no chashash of chashad or mapolis, but there's a chashash of mazikin. Again, he betray mazikin amileka. If there's two people, there's no mazikin. But Mekom and Chashinan, here he says, the mazikin are there because they hang, that's their hangout. They won't come into your hangout, to your house, they won't come in if there's two. But in their own place, they, they are comfortable there also. So therefore, Rabbi Yossi was admonished by Elio, he shouldn't have gone in there, because even, uh, even, though Rabbi Yossi, uh, even if Rabbi Yossi was with another person, it doesn't say that he was. <coughs> and even if it was a new ruin, <coughs> but there could have been a chashash of, of mazikin. Dibay seim olam b'chad. I can tell you, think about whether there's one person, and a new one. The koi bedabra. Why is there no chashash of? Why we say if there's no chashash of chashad? There's no suspicion. Chashad, not chashash. Chashash is fear. Chashad is suspicion of sex. The koi bedabra. It's out in the field somewhere. The hasam mishum chashad leka. The aisha bedabra lo shkicha. Women are not out in the fields. The field. The concern only is that it might have taken a woman into a ruin in the city. But out in the fields, women aren't there. So there's no concern of chashad. Right? And we're talking about a new ruin, and the concern is, there's a concern of demons. Here's the machlokas that we mentioned before. Uh, he right. learned from that. He told him, he, he didn't tell it's him. not he clear. Told he told him, don't go in. Don't, don't, go, don't in. go in. But it could be that he gave him these reasons. The Gemara gave the three reasons. It's not clear if Elio explained that to him or not. If, if he, he must have told him, or, or we don't know, we don't know. But clearly Rabbi Yossi didn't know all that. 
because otherwise he wouldn't go. Turn about Rabbi Mishmaros Havila. How many Mishmaros is, is the night divided up into? We said Rabbi Lezer holds it's divided up into three, right? The question, and that's why he said Mishmar to teach you that the Mishmar at night, the, 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 the sign that you, when you see the donkey bray or the baby uh, suckle, then you know what's going on upstairs. Turn about him. Rabbi Mishmaros Havila. Rabbi held that there were four. The night was divided into four of how many hours each? Three, three hours each. From Nassim Rishol, from Nassim was like our Mish, like a Belezer. Then it was three. My time to Rabbi What's his reason? Based on the Apostle Bichsev, it says, "Vayavo Gidon Omei Ish Asher Ito." Gidon came with a hundred people with the Mitzach Machna to the edge of the Machna. Rosh Hashmora Satichona at the beginning of the middle of the middle watch. When there's the middle ton, Ein Tichona El Sheishel Finacharel. Middle means that there's one on either side. This middle means there's three, so there's one before, one after. That's his sign, since it's called the middle one. Okay, for Rebbe, what about Rebbe who says that there's four? He says, my tichon, what does he mean by the middle one? Achas mena tichon, because one of the middle ones. This tichon, it could also mean that, doesn't mean that, right, there are two middle ones. Not that there's one on either side, total of three, but one of the middle ones. There's two middle ones. Rebbe Nasa, miksif tichon, does it say the middle of the middle? doesn't say that tichon, it says one middle one. Okay, that's sort of Rebbe Nasa's reason, Rebbe Nasa gives his reason, because it says the middle watch indicating that there's three. My time, what's Rebbe's reason why he says there's four? Amr Zeko, Amr Vami, Amr Shuban Levi. Remember these rabbis, because we're going to come on to say something else that they said. David Amel said, I get up at midnight to thank you for your righteous laws. I get up every midnight. Because of another passage, says, Kidmo Enai Ashmuros, my eyes waken before, my eyes, you know, they, they forestall, they come before the Ashmuros, the watches. If he gets up at midnight, does he have watches in front of him or he has a watch and a half in front of him, right? Watches indicate that there's still two watches there. There's two before midnight, two after midnight. That means there's two before. Total of four. That's how he gets it. Keep on Because otherwise, how does midnight work with, how does midnight come before two watches? Okay, it said, Rabbi Mishmaros, there's four Havi Alayla. Rabbi Nassan, Savala What about Rabbi Nassan? What does he do with that Pasuk? Rabbi Nassan says there's only three. What does he do with that Pasuk that indicates four? That's Rabbi Mishmaros. Ad Shalosh shows, Till when can you say Kriyashma in the morning? We're going to have that in the Mishnah later on Testament base. He says, until three hours in the day. That's what we hold. Kriyashma is still three hours. He's saying, Rabbi says, so Kriyashma this week is uh, earlier. You've got to say Kriyashma before davening if you go to the 9 o'clock or the 9.15 minion. So he tells you, until three hours in the day. Derech Molochim. Why? Because that's when the, the, the kings get up at three hours. Until that time is the normal time to say Kriyashma. Okay. So what is he from there? He says, Till Krishna in the morning, why? Yamama. So you have six hours at night, meaning when he said, when David Melch said, I get up Ashmuros, Kidmai Ashmuros, he says, I get up at midnight. Then he says, I get up, I get up before two watches. Right? How do you get two watches? The night's only the night's only three watches of four hours each. So what does he mean? He means I get up eight hours before the kings. Eight hours corresponds to I get to two watches, right? Shays uh, Delilah, six hours of night. Midnight is six hours still left in the night. But Tartidimam, two hours before the kings get up, they get up at the third hour of the day. That's two Mishmaros. In other words, when he says, I get up at midnight, then he says, I get up Ashmuros. I didn't mean two, two watches of nighttime. I get up the equivalent of two watches of nighttime. Two, I hold our watches four hours. It's three, four hour watches. I get up the equivalent of two watches before the kings get up. Vashiomer, uh, very simple. He says, I get up at Shmaros, I get up at midnight. Midnight, I said, it's two watches. So, but Rebbe said, that shows you that there's four, four watches. No, uh, I, I get up a watch and a half before. That's also two, one and a half. I get up before two 
uh, complete watches, which means I get up before I watch and if I'm a Rav Zaykin, now this is another thing Rav Zaykin said, nothing you do with our Gemara, but there was Rav Zaykin or Rav Ami said before about this business with David Amelf getting up at midnight. You know, you're not allowed uh, to uh, learn, say Divrei Torah uh, near a dead body. Within Dalat Amos of a dead body, you shouldn't. Also, you know, we know people are mocked, you know, you don't wear your tzitzis out uh, uh, next to the kever because that's called Loig Larosh. If you make fun of a, of a poor person, you're actually, uh, you're actually shaming the one who made him, the Rav Shalom, as you don't make fun of uh, poor people or people who are misfortunate. So here, the dead person can no longer say Torah. He can't learn anymore, and you're making fun of him. He can't do mitzvahs anymore by wearing tefillin or tzitzis or something in front of him. So you don't do that within your Dalet Amas. Same thing is for learning, right? You gotta be at least Dalet Amas away. And we say, so he says, Only things that apply to him. You're talking about the spadim and things like that, but you can't talk about mitzvahs and things like that. He can't do. That's the Torah that he can't do, and we all could. We have a mitzvah to do. He had a mitzvah, but he can't do it anymore. You're making fun of him. Of a meal the stam. If you're talking about things of the world, like what time is the funeral or where's the car, certainly you shouldn't say because he can't do anything anymore since he's dead. So they'll make fun of him. Do you really say that David Melch got up only when? And at midnight, halfway through the night, Mayorta Havikoi. He got up already from the beginning of the night. What's the beginning of the night? Rashi says here, Mayorta Mitchila Salila. Rashi and Amal said Mayorta means Sesakhavim, which is really the beginning of the night. You can call it evening. Yesterday we talked about Sesak, we talked about Shki and all that, but the beginning of the night really is nighttime. Nighttime is Sesakhavim. That's when we say Krishna, that's when we say Marab. So Mayorta Havikoi got Dhsiv, Kidamti Vaneshiva Shvaya. I got up by Neshef in the evening and I cried out to you. So how, so how do you know Neshef? What is that word Neshef? Neshef. How do you know that it means the evening? Because it says, Neshef Be'erev Yom at the Neshef, at the beginning of the night, at the beginning of the night, Be'ishon Laila, at the blackness of the night, Vafela. Oh, so you see, Neshef means the beginning of the night. And, God, and David says, I got up. I got up at the beginning. I got up in Neshef. What he meant is not that I get up at midnight, but I was never asleep at midnight. I never, I never passed midnight in sleep. I was always up before midnight. That's what he said. I was always up before midnight. Right? Okay, that's one way to learn. No, truth is he did get up at midnight, but what he's saying is this. He didn't. He says we're trying to resolve the fact that he did he was he awake at mid at in the e- early evening to cry out Hashem or to get up at night. He says I'll tell you what from from the beginning of the night until midnight he was slumbering. He was like you know dozing off. Kasus, you know horses don't have a deep sleep. They're always they get up very easily. They just sort of uh, doze off. I would like a horse. Afterwards he roared like a lion. He got strong like a lion. He jumped up at midnight. So that's how you resolve the idea that he did get up. In the early evening, and he also got up at uh, got up more at midnight. Means this until Chatzos he was learning Torah. That's Kidam to Neshev Ashavaya. Mikan Ba'elach B'shirus Drachos. After Chatzos, Chatzos he got up to sing songs and praises to God. So it's more of a Neshev or two. Is it really true that Neshev is the evening? Because if he said Neshev is the evening, he said you said there Kidam Tiba Neshev Ashavaya. And how do you know? Because it's been Neshef, the Erev Yom, Be'ishon Laila. At Neshef, at the beginning of the day, at the darkness of the night. So you show that Neshef is at night. But is it really true of a Neshef or two? Ha-Neshef Tzafru, Neshef is the morning. David smote them from the morning, from Neshef until the evening. So when you say Neshef, what does that Neshef mean? Sounds like morning till the evening. 
of the next day, from the morning till the evening of the next day. It says, my love, Mitzafar, doesn't mean Mitzafar, from the begin from the morning till the night. It says, well, it means from night to night, 24 hours he beat them. That means the next day. So if that would be the case, let it say, let it say from Neshef till Neshef, why does it say, that sounds like Neshef means the morning. Ellen Rabbi, no, train Neshef, there's two Neshefs. You know why? Neshef Laila, Neshef, Rashi explains, really means displaced. When the night is displaced, the morning comes. When the morning, when the day is displaced, the night comes. Neshef just means it's displaced. Hey, Neshef, Rabbi. Neshef, Laila, Neshef is displaced and the morning comes out. Neshef, Yomam, Vasi, Laila. So Neshef simply means when the previous thing was displaced and the new things comes. But definitely have the other apology. Laila, Amos. It says, David said, I get up at Chatzos. I get up every Chatzos. I get up at Chatzos. David knows when me have yada palgiv. Does he know exactly when chatzos is? Amos, Amos. Hashda Moshe Rabbeinu have yada. Marach Moshe Rabbeinu didn't know when chatzos was. Dichsiv kach chatzos alayla. He didn't want to get caught. He says, I don't know exactly. Around midnight. Now we're explaining now that we're, at this point we're saying kach chatzos means around midnight. And yotz b'tzolam garam esrayim. Right? So what does that mean? My kachatzos. What do you mean kachatzos? Ilay midam lekosh baruchu kachatzos. Hashem said, well, around midnight I'll show up. Me, kasveka kamishmai. Does Hashem not know exactly when night was? Hashem would say, et chatzos. He doesn't, Hashem would say, I'll be there around midnight. You know, I'm not sure exactly when it is. Hashem knows exactly when it is. Ela da'omalei bachatzos. Hashem told Moshe, at midnight I'm coming to smite the firstborn of the Mitzrayim. Right? Va'asa'iyu, and then Moshe came, va'omar kachatzos, around midnight. Um, he, he couldn't tell exactly when it was. He doesn't know exactly when it's going to be. Hashem said at midnight, but Moshe didn't know exactly what time that is. He couldn't say, oh, wait, right now. He didn't say, is it now? No, I'm not sure. He didn't know. He didn't know. The answer is David Simonavli. David had a similar famous David had a uh, harp hanging above his uh, bed. When the night came, when the chatzos came, the northerly wind. There's six. There's there's four groups of six hours during the 24 hours of the day, right? And by the way, you see throughout this gemara, there's 24 hours in a day because you're talking about four hours, six hours, and all that. You, you know, when did that? When this all the issue? When did the 24 hours yeah, when start? Did when did that happen? Clearly, at the time the gemara they knew about that already. Anyway, the gemara, the Torah held that right. Would blow on itself. Now the Gemara explains elsewhere that the northerly wind blows with all the winds: the easterly, the southerly, the westerly. Otherwise, the whole world would fall apart. But at, at that at that point at Chatzosalayla is when the northerly wind alone blew. When the northerly wind blew from the six from the midnight until six a.m. on the Shalosmanios, right? That's when the northerly wind alone would blow and would blow into the holes of the harp uminagen me'elav, and it would and it would um, uh, it would make music. On its own, right? It would sound music on its own. Miyata Yomi. That woke him up. He would get up Osi Patorah and learn Torah Ad Sha'alam Rashachar and learn Torah until Amur Ashachar, until the morning. Or as we saw before, you know, it's it's possible that he was really slumbering before and learning Torah before, depending on how you learned that. And afterwards, he was singing Sirius Rashbachos. Kim Shalom Rashachar. Once Amur Ashachar came, Nichtus Chamei Yisrael Etzlo. The cabinet was called in. David Abelach called, you know, he came in the morning. First thing in the morning, they get a security report, right? The cabinet comes in. What about the economy? The people are hungry. We need a parnosa. We need the economy. Go conduct business. Go buy and sell, manufacture, conduct business with one another. The fistful doesn't satisfy the line. There's not enough. In other words, we alone, our economy alone in our country cannot supply. When you dig a pit, 
they'll go try to fill it, go dig all the dirt out, and put it back in, it comes out a little bit low, it doesn't fill up. In other words, we, just like that, we can't supply, we can't feed ourselves just from our own economy. Go, go take up arms and go, uh, go um, make wars with other places, conquer other places. That's how they would do war, right? How did Japan, why did Japan go after, go into the World War II to open their economy, right? To, to, to help their economy. Miyad, Yoetzin at that point, they would take advice by Achisofa. Achisofa, we'll talk about that, was, was the uh, counselor. Was the, pardon? That was a bad advice. The, good, well, there's different advice. We'll talk about the advice. From Nochem Sanhedrin, they would take advice from the Sanhedrin. They would ask the Sanhedrin if they can go out to war. So the Sanhedrin should pray for them. Bishon Burm Tum, they would ask the Burm Tum that the coin got a war to see if they'd be successful. Amar Biosi, Micro, how do you see this on the bus? Like? every morning. Apparently every morning, every micro, morning when, when necessary. Yeah, yeah. not Shabbos. Not Shabbos and Fridays. Micro, the Sivachre Achisofel, after Achisofel, that was the first, the first, the, the first one to go advise from Achisofel to see Achisofel would give them counseling and how they should go to war, how they should make, how they should arrange the troops, etc. But Yo Ben Yoyoda, who was the head of the uh, Sanhedrin, he was the Abbezin, that Yosser was the Kohen Gadol, the Sartzvah Lamech Yo, and then they would ask the general, then they would take the general Vach. He would say, Yo, he was advisor and the advice of of who advised him in those days it's like asking the word of God that's how strong his advice was he was the Avbezim right Avbezim he was the Kohen Gadol Rashilun's Alakresi is speaking about the Urmatum is talking about the Urmatumim he was in the crazy place. Alumna Krashmo, crazy placey, crazy shakarsim devreim, because they uh, they define their words. In other words, they are very decisive. Placey shemuflam devreim, that they are special words. And as they ask the ormatomik, he says exactly the words. Doesn't say too much. Doesn't say too little. He says exactly the amount. Tosalons are a little different. The crazy placey is that the, is the Sanhedrin because their words are special and decisive and uh, and select. They don't say too much, too too little. Tosalons a little bit different than Rashi, where he explains the whole thing. He has a little problem with Rashi, but the idea is that. They would ask him in this order. They'd ask Achisofo, and then they would ask the uh, Sanhedrin. Then they would ask the the Ormatum, meaning the Kohen Gadol, and then they would get the general. Micro, where do you see this pasuk? This business of the pasuk that David had this kinor hanging on top of him, and it would wake him up at midnight. Where do you get that in the pasuk? Pasuk is Urak Fodi. Wake up, my honor. Ura Hanevo Kinor, let the, the instruments, the musical instruments, wake me up. Uh, and I will, I will wake up the morning. I'm going to get up before them. This is an indication about this harp that was hanging over David. So does Aramur, Moshe Lom, he says, no, you say Moshe didn't know when it was. If Moshe didn't know, how could David know? The answer is, and when the harp blew, he was exactly, when the harp made noise, he knew exactly when, uh, when the harp sounded, he knew exactly when, when uh, uh, Chatzalai was. And Moshe knew. Moshe Lom, Moshe Lom, Aviyada. But David, Ami Aviyada. So keeping up the Yavad of Lakuna, what did he do? What did he need the Kino for if he knew Lamale? He knew when it was, but he had to wake up. <laughs> you know, he, if, if he was around, he knew exactly when Chatzos was, but it woke him up. The keeping the Moshe Avira Lamale Lamay Merchachatzos. Why did Moshe say Kachatzos Halayla? Why did he say Kachatzos if he knew exactly when it was? Because Moshe Ksavar Shem Yutid Sanei Paro. Maybe Paro's astrologers wouldn't know. He knew when it was, but if he would say, "Oh, it's not yet," and they say, "Yes, it is." You don't know what you're talking uh, about. The Amr Moshe Badoi, he's a fool. He's making jokes. Udamar, Damar Mar. Learn, teach yourself to say, I don't know. Because maybe you'll be caught in your words. And it's better to say, I don't know, than, than, than be caught in your words, even by a fool who doesn't know. Right? It's better to say, I'm not sure about that. So that's what he said. He was saying, Very simple. And I was, what do we have here? 
One shot, the first pal was, they said, he says, I don't know. The first pal was, Moshe doesn't really know. It's around midnight, this is going to happen. The second shot is, Moshe knew exactly when it was. But he said, because he said, they don't know. So if I tell them, uh, they say, hey, it's midnight already. He says, uh, well, I said around midnight. I don't know exactly. They said, he knew when it was, but they didn't. He was afraid they would make a mistake. And they would say, he doesn't really talk about it. The third shot is, no. The Pogwar to Lesa and the guy by side. He spoke to them exactly at midnight of the night before, the night of the 13th going into the 14th of Nisan, right? Hashem said, Tomorrow, exactly at this time, it's right now midnight, right now, exactly at this hour, tomorrow night, I will go out among this time. I was wondering about that. Somebody gave a shear about Bayamim Ahim Basman What is Bayamim Basman What does Basman mean? Bayamim Ahim Basman What? In this time in Kislev? You know, what is that? Basman Could also just mean Basman. It could mean in Kislev at this time, at this time on the calendar. Here he's telling him at this time, at this hour, the next day, tomorrow, well, this will happen. Uh, so I wanted to say that, I'll get through the If you look, the top of where we started says, Azotas Mora. Uh, Right, but he does say four hours. He says right. four hours. So the answer says uh-huh. that this is a corruption of the text of Gemara, uh-huh. that Sha'ot that only apply to measurements of time during day and never at night. At night is always only Ashuram. It's and, only what? It's only Ashuram. At night, Ashuros are the only measure of time at night, but Sha'ot never apply at night. And he said, if you look at the Munich manuscript, and he pulled it out and showed us yeah. the Munich manuscript, you look at the exact same, uh, here some Gemara here, the exact part says, my Kassavar Eliezer, he Kassavar, Shlishna 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 but it's the same. The effectiveness so, is the same. The hours is the same. You just have everybody they call right, it. Right. Very good. Right. Okay, tomorrow, 520, Mr. Shem. The fast starts at 502. 520, we'll learn, Mr. Shem.